How's it going, Patriots? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gonzo Tonight Show. We're going to talk about that Biden-Trump thing in a minute, but first I wanted to talk to you about starting your own podcast. I get this question a lot. What should I do, Alex? Uh, what are the, some of the steps that I need to do? How do I start? And my best suggestion to you is to check out Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the best hosting websites out there. I personally use Buzzsprout, and they've been great. It's uh, the easiest way to manage your podcast from start to finish. They keep your episodes on the their website as long as possible. They get you uh, they get your podcast submitted to Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the big podcast apps. They get it done two weeks or less, guaranteed. Uh, Spotify was number one for me. That was like day one on Spotify. Uh, some of those places like Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio, they take a little bit longer. But you can get it all in two weeks. There's like 15, 14, 16 different uh, podcast websites you can get it. Your podcast posted on. All your episodes will stay there permanently. You don't have to worry about that. Buzzsprout is definitely one of the best places to go in search of starting your own podcast. I suggest you check out the link below in the comments and the show notes to go ahead and start your very own podcast. Also, as uh, a lot of you know, times have been tough, especially this past year. It's been crazy. And when it comes to things like financials, a lot of people, especially younger people around my age, don't really know what to do or just don't have the insight that a lot of the older generation does when it comes to finances. And especially when it comes to investing, a lot of people don't know where to start, what to do. So I suggest checking out Acorn. Acorn is one of the leading apps in starting your own in starting investing at an early age. Uh, it's great for beginners, people that don't really know what's going on. Uh, I started using Acorns a while back, and it has helped me put some money aside, invested, and it has allowed me to get into, you know, investing further at a higher level. And uh, but I suggest checking out Acorn. There's going to be a link in the show notes, in the comments, in the description below wherever you're watching or listening from you'll be able to find it again so check that link in the show notes below and you can get started and if you use that link also you get five dollars right away so i suggest using that and you can get started right away with acorn but anyway let's get into it what happened on monday december 14th between joe biden and donald trump what is the electoral college what does this mean is the election certified we're going to deal with that right now. So a lot of people have heard the craziness that's been happening between the election. Is it over? Uh, why is Trump saying that there's fraud going on? What's the issue with, you know, this Electoral College thing? And the, I don't blame you for not – if you don't know what the Electoral College vote is, I don't blame you because usually it's not covered during elections. It's it, The way it used to be as far as the mainstream media goes is election day, we knew who the president was going to be. You know, it, it, that was it. It was like we basically elect the president and then wait till January 20th when he's inaugurated. But – 
this electoral college is part of the process to finalize who the president is going to be. And in this particular election, it's been something that's never been seen before. To an extent, there are some things that have happened in the past uh, that relate to this election, but obviously most of it's new to us, and there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, so we're going to break it down. But basically, what the Electoral College vote is, it's basically the electors uh, in each state, they are nominated to go and certify the votes of that state. So, for example... Uh, Michigan has, or Pennsylvania, for example, Pennsylvania has 20 electoral votes. Uh, the electoral votes are usually based on population of a state. So 20 citizens of that state, Pennsylvania, will be nominated to go and officially cast a vote for the candidate. And typically, that vote is casted based on who won the state in the election. So, for instance, Biden won uh, Pennsylvania uh, a week after election night. Uh, they basically, the mainstream media is saying that he won Pennsylvania. And what happens now is the electors in Pennsylvania go and basically cast their vote for Biden because that's what the majority of the state wanted. Or so they say. But the point is, they cast their votes. They don't have to follow what the state voted for, though. That's the thing. There is such thing as unfaithful electors. So basically what that means is, let's say I'm an elector of Florida, and Florida goes red and votes for Trump. I can choose to go in and uh, switch my vote for Biden. But that usually doesn't happen. Usually, you know, the electors stay with what the state voted. I know that in 2016, I think uh, two electors switched from Trump to, uh, who do you run against? Hillary. <laughs> I had a uh, blank for a minute there. So two vote, two of the electors switched from Trump to Hillary. Obviously didn't affect him. He went from, he actually had 306, went to 304. And uh, this election, as far as I've seen, unless they're covering it up, there were no unfaithful electors. But, some other crazy stuff happened, something that was kind of unprecedented. We'll get into that. But that's basically what this is, so I'll go ahead and uh, get rid of that there. But, so basically, December 14th, the electors got together. They casted their votes to certify the 306 electoral votes for Biden and the uh, electoral votes for Trump. So, a lot of people are saying that's it, it's over, and it's certified, right? But not really, because also on January 6th is when Congress votes to certify the election results. That's like the final step to certifying who the president's going to be. So, there's election day, then the day that electoral college votes, and then there's the they were get certified by Congress and the Senate. So on Monday, there was a total of, I want to say, six states, including Nevada, Georgia, Pennsylvania, uh, Arizona, 
uh, what is it? I Michigan, technically, they did figure it out. Long story short, they figured out how to do it. But what happened was those states were supposed to vote for Biden, which there's a set of electors that casted their votes for Biden. So uh, Michigan, for example, has 16. The electors casted their votes for Biden, and then there was another set of electors the GOP electors that decided to cast their 16 votes for Trump. And this happened in each of those states, each, each six of those states. Same thing with Georgia. Uh, what is it? Uh, Georgia, Nevada, Pennsylvania, all those states that were the battleground states that are being contested. What this means is there's two slates now of equal votes. It's so like Michigan, 16 16. One of those slates goes to Biden, one of those goes to Trump. And, uh, of course, the mainstream media and the the way it works is officially, it looks like it's going, it, it 100% goes to Biden. But what happens when we go to Congress, uh, a congressperson, it only takes one, can object to the results and say, hey, this state, Michigan, for example, uh, this state is contested, and we have to fix it because in a contested election, you know, there's there's two different slates. Uh, so what do we do about it? So the Congress and the Senate will have to decide on which slate of votes is going to be chosen, and it gets certified in the House and the Senate. So the Senate right now. Uh, let's say it's a 50-50 split. Mike Pence would still be the deciding factor because he's president of the Senate. And so Congress will vote on it and whether they and they will either vote for the Republican slate or the Democrat slate. And then it goes to the Senate and basically Mike Pence has to, you know, he has the, the final decision on that. So they pick either, you know, the Republican slate or the Democrat slate. So these contested states basically puts Biden under 270. Uh, obviously, Trump's still under 270. But basically, Congress and Senate will be able to choose which slate goes to which party. And that can actually um, overturn the results that we believe were official. Well, that some people believe are official, what the mainstream media is telling you. And also, what this also does is having the contested state also allows the Trump team's legal cases to continue. So he has more time to provide more evidence and prove that the election was fraudulent. So the December 8th deadline, that's out the window. He now has extra time to prove that the election was fraudulent. So I guess really until... uh, you know, Congress and Senate vote on January 6th. So that's the deal with that. That's what people have been talking about recently. And, um, totally forgot about these. Okay. Anyway, more important news, however, make sure you get, I forgot there was liquid in there. (laughs) Make sure you get your, uh, Gonza Tonight merch. We've got the Christmas mug. Out right now. This is what it looks like. Uh, get out of here. Bright light. So this is kind of what it looks like right here. It's got the 
the red and the green colors. It's got a little Christmas tree on there and uh, on the top. And of course, you can still get the uh, Hanukkah edition, the original edition of the Gonza Tonight Show mug. Shirts, hoodies, all that. Make sure you check it out and uh, try and remember that sometimes there is liquid in these and it might spill all over your keyboard, which did not happen this time. But anyway. Strategic product placement. All right. In other news, nothing. That's it. That's literally it. No one's talking about anything else besides COVID, the election. COVID. Let's talk about COVID. Last we talked, I gave my opinions on what exactly I thought about COVID. This was in the live stream. We also talked in Thanksgiving. But besides that, there has been kind of some updates. Oh, the vaccine, obviously, uh, has been officially released in certain parts of the United States. They have people getting the uh, getting the vaccine right now, being the, the first people to test it out, basically, and show that it's okay to take. I don't know about you, but no matter what it is, I don't feel like being the first person or one of the first people, excuse me, wow, one of the first people to uh, take the vaccine, any vaccine, really. Um, If you want to do that, good for you. But me personally, I think I would wait it out and see what the results were, you know, make sure there's no bad side effects, uh, anything like that. Doesn't matter, again, doesn't matter what virus it is uh, and what vaccine it is. I think that's just a smart thing to do. And, uh, of course, there's a lot of theories about this vaccine, and I'm not sure I'm going to take it yet. I think there's going to be a lot of information to come out. I've already started hearing some theories on it. I uh, don't feel like discussing that right now because, again, not a lot is known about it, a lot of its theories. There is some stuff that has been disclosed and is official, but I think that may be a good topic for another time. But what I do want to talk about is the rise in cases in certain states, but these states may surprise you. States like uh, New York and California, especially in New York City. And they're talking about uh, enacting more bans and more regulations in the city of New York. And restaurant owners are not happy. They've closed not only indoor dining, but outdoor dining as well. So uh, restaurant owners are trying to figure out new ways to get around that. And I think today, uh, Tuesday, what is it, Tuesday the 15th, uh, there's been, you know, they started to have rallies of restaurant owners coming together in states like New York, uh, basically saying, you know, we're not going to follow these guidelines that the government is trying to implement because it's killing us. And, you know, we have families to feed. You guys aren't losing your paychecks. And we can't afford to close down for, you know, four to six months, let alone one month. And, you know, the, the, we don't care if you're going to try and come and find us or shut us down. We are going to come together and basically say enough is enough. We're all going to reopen. I mean, at least most of them will. And 
The people are just tired of it. I was watching yesterday. There's this guy who has a restaurant in uh, New York City, and what he did was, since outdoor dining was banned, he kind of he, he basically got these like those sheds, those big sheds that you buy at you know like a Lowe's or a Home Depot. Um, made it look nice and put a table in there for one party, one family, because the rule is, you know, you're, you have to stay inside with your family. So he kind of made it like, okay, it's a closed area that you can go to, uh, with no one else. It's literally just you, your family, friends, whatever. And he's doing that. And, you know, that's basically thing the, 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 the things that people are trying to do right now is just get around those uh, regulations that the governor and the mayor have been implementing there. And it might cost a little more right now, but they just they need the money. You know, they can't afford to stay closed down for another four, six months. Again, like I said, not even a month. And in states like Florida right now, I'll tell you what. We're doing good. Okay. Orange, like I said before, Orange County, uh, Orange County, Florida, most cases, highest regulation. Seminole County, we're doing good. Uh, everywhere that I go to on a regular basis is open restaurants, bars, uh, Publix, the grocery store. I mean, obviously, they stayed open the whole time, but everything's become more lax here. No one's freaking out about masks and social distancing. Everyone's open and pretending, or I mean, really, life is going back to normal is what I'm trying to say. And uh, some places do temp checks. Some places, you know, still require masks. But we're able to go out and, you know, live our normal lives. Small business owners are able to make money and provide for their families. So that's all we care about, really, is... Like we said in the beginning, like the president said in the beginning, the lockdowns can't be worse than the virus itself. And we're seeing that in a lot of states. Lockdowns are worse than the virus. Suicide rates at an all-time high and drug abuse at an all-time high, alcoholism at an all-time high. Directly as a result of quarantining and lockdowns, locking people in their homes, telling them they can't leave, they can't go out. They can't work and make money for their families. So obviously more people are dying, not even from the virus, but just from the secondhand results of being locked down and all that. And two, we're in, as of November this year, overall deaths, not COVID deaths, overall deaths nationwide, we're at 2.5 million and last year, 2019, we were at 2.9 by the end of December. So the notion that COVID has like increased our national death rate and that there's so many people dying, it doesn't make sense. And then two, you want to talk about what about the flu? This is flu season right now. I haven't heard anything about the flu. I haven't seen any stats on the flu. So you can imagine that according to what they're saying by the end of December, we should be like 3.2 million deaths or higher. And I don't think that's going to happen unless, you know, another, uh, what is it? What did I say? 3.2? So, I mean, a, a, another 400,000 people would have to die from now until the end of uh, 
you know, December 2020. Pray to God that doesn't happen. I don't see that happening. I see us staying under the 2.9 mark. Um, and I think that really life should just go back to normal. I'm worried that, you know, what I was worried about is that if Biden was to get elected, that again, he would continue the lockdowns and the harsh regulations and make life miserable for the nation, the economy, tank, all that stuff. That's why people have been pushing for President Trump. And even now when a lot of people are saying it's it's over, it's done, uh, you know, pushing the notion that all the cases that the Trump team submitted were thrown out, which isn't true. But regardless, people don't want to lose hope. And they they know that no matter who is in office, preferably one guy over the other, we want things to be better for everyone. And that starts with fixing the economy, making sure we're uh, living back, you know, living our normal lives, making money, supporting our families, our, you know, not killing ourselves because we've been locked in our house for months and months and months. And really, that's all I have for you right now. I hope that another reason I hope things go back to normal is because I want to hear other news. I don't want to keep hearing about COVID. I don't want to keep hearing about the election. Let's move on from it. Um, race relations, like, okay, but it's like the, the, the main three things. Let's just talk about something else, please. So I'm like desperately researching into other stuff to talk about. And again, make sure you stock up on your Gonzo Tonight merch. Mm. I swear everything tastes better in the cup. Links will be in the description, in the show notes on my Instagram. You can find it. Anything that has my face on it, you can find the links to support the show, buy your merch, donate, and uh, we're going to do more giveaways soon, stuff like that. But thank you again for tuning in to another uh, – God, like going crazy, I think. If, <laughs> like I said, if we don't get back to 100% normal soon, I might go crazy myself. But thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Gonzo Tonight Show, and thank you again for the support you've given us this past year. We're going to continue to uh, upgrade the studio and make everything look nice and pretty, upgrade our cameras and everything like that. That's my main goal is just to, to get this show and run with it. Audio even better. I'm always working on all this stuff. So if you're a listener, an audio listener, or uh, a YouTube watcher, we're always working on making it better, a better experience for you. Uh, live streams, we're working on that. I don't know the first thing to do with live streams, but we're working on it. But thanks again for all the support you guys have given us, and I'll see you next time. Take care.